The Opening Bell with Julian Valance and Jack Dickens. So much to get through, so many markets to dissect to kick off this Saturday morning with winners, especially with the Queen Elizabeth, because we've got a couple of key scratchings. Well, one especially with the stablemate of Animo Cascading coming out of uh, the Queen Elizabeth this year. I thought he would have been mighty hard to beat as well, Cascadian, but he won't be taking his place, which has changed the market around a little bit as we welcome in the team. First of all, to Jack Dickens. Good morning to you, Dicko. Big intro. You're up and about. I love it. Now, I'm a little bit nervous because I saw yeah, a photo of our great mate Jules Valance at Oakbank. This is his first Oakbank carnival in South Australia. And then I rang him up just to check on him to say, are you going to be okay for a Saturday morning, Jules? And his last comment to me, Dicko, was, I don't know if I'm in 10, 10 or 4. So hopefully he went into the right 10 as we say good morning. G'day, Jules. G'day, Gaz. G'day, Dicko. I'm not Whoa. one to urinate in people's pockets, but that is as good an intro as I've ever heard in any type of broadcast, Gaz. That, if people are listening at home and haven't gone through their brick wall, then they're kidding themselves. That was sensational, and you set it up so well. He is Australia's champ as we want to build it up. Um, I always consider this absolute garbage, the narrative that they talk about, because we're here to punt. But, yes. geez, that puts some... Uh, that was that was spine tingling stuff. Yeah, I was, well done. I was thinking about you because sometimes we all love the punt and racing's about the punt, and we all know we all know that we probably, I guess, all of us fell in love with this great game because of the punt and the horses. However, and the the stories that this this game can produce, there's nothing quite like it in any other sport that I can think of, and. Today, for me, it's not necessarily about the pun. It's, it's sort of become now a contest, as I, as I mentioned before, Jules. It's us against them. It's the English star, who's not quite a, the, the best horse. He's not in the top five horses, you could say, in England, taking on our best. And it's, it's a great rivalry in sport when you think about Australia and England. And I had a chat to Willie Haggis yesterday, and I thought he summed it up perfectly as well. It's, it's um, bigger than just a race today. And... This is why we love this game, because of the theatre. And when it comes to the market, Jules, there'll be a lot of people betting with their heart and backing Animo because he hasn't let them down before. And why would you want to jump off him? I totally agree. Um, and I, I think what the, what you're going to see today with the way this market's going to move, I think you're going to get a pretty good price come jump time. He sort of sits around 260, 270. I think you're going to get better. Um, that's the way I can sort of see it. And that's great for the punters out there. I think this is an opportunity for the sport to be able to transcend a little bit, to be able to get those people that not necessarily are into racing, possibly we can get their head in the door and let's try and keep them and, and become lifelong racing people. And this is an absolutely perfect opportunity for it. So, yeah, it does set up. I mean, Dubai Honours sort as a rock. I know you spoke about the the scratching with Cascadian, which is crucial in terms of a market perspective because we were sort of sitting around 250 versus 280, sort of the two, and now you're looking at sort of 210 versus sort of 260. So I think you're going to get better, Animo. Um, Dubai Honor looks pretty solid as a rock. You might get better than 210, but I don't think he's going to start with the one in front of it, put it that way, but it looks like they're gapping the rest. Um, whatever you like outside of those top two, if you do, I think you're going to get much better than what is available right now. And it's been a race, Dicko, that it's already had so much theatre to it because it basically started when we had a chat to Vin Cox and he said, well, if there's too much rain, 
and the, the track is rain affected to the point where it's a heavy nine or a heavy 10, then we might not see Animo. So, and it was storms that went over the top or went over Sydney there last night, late last night. And basically it just missed Randwick. There, there was, it split, the storm split in half and, and, just miss so you're, Randwick. You're which... sort of saying like if God exists or Zeus Correct. or Allah or Buddha yep. or Mary Poppins, he was there that they for sort us. of shone upon Randwick Correct. and shone upon this narrative that's been built yep. so that we can go head to head with this import. It's not just us versus them. It's us versus them and the turncoats, all these people that jumped on the Dubai honour. Like um, Jules. Like Jules. Yeah. Um, Yes. In fact, Jules fired me up when I, I remember having a chat to him a couple of weeks ago on the racing review and it was on that Monday and he was adamant that like yeah, Dubai honor will start favorite and Adam Mo will be getting beat in this Queen Elizabeth stakes. And that's been the narrative that has unfolded over the last couple of weeks because Jules, we all know what a jet he is and he analyzes markets and races better than most. And when someone like um, Jules says that, you think, well, hang on. Um, we do have a race here, Dico. But then there's the believers in the in Adamo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I sort like, of like yourself. I'll go back and have another look at it because maybe I was wrong because Jules sees it differently. But um, I've now come to the conclusion that Dubai can get in the bin and I'm going to lay the guts out of it. And right. not just because I love Animo, but because Cadian's out now. Um, I, I think this horse is severely vulnerable and massively overbet today. Uh, I do agree with Jules, though. It's going to be the one that they, they come for. They already sort of have. I think it'll start around 210, 220. I'll be top odds at Baggy for a while. I, I just think there's a few chinks with it, Jules. Like, it's Ryan Moore off. It's actually never seen a heavy track. It's a by, it's by Prodigy by, so we know the breed a little bit. Uh, I, I think there's a couple of chinks here. It was completely blessed in run when it won. It's not going to be blessed here the same way. And uh, I want to take it on. Yeah, and I think that's you know all power to you. That's that's good, and that's why we have bookmakers to to have opinions, and we meet in the marketplace and we work it out. What I will say is that you know we sort of got that first bit right that I thought this horse would start favourite. He will start favourite the way we're seeing it now. I don't know what the result's going to happen. Plenty can happen in the run, and Dicko makes some really valid points on the chinks of Dubai Honor. He's got to be able to do it again. So his numbers there, hence why he's favourite. So people go, oh, he did it once. So you know. Uh, it means nothing. Well, it means a lot because the marketplace is suggesting that the number was enormous. Now, he's still got to be able to do it again. And a lot of people out there are suggesting he might regress. But we're on here talking about what we think the market's going to do. Dubai, Dubai Honor, from what I can see right now, is going to start the favourite. I love the fact that Dicko's going to take him on. Um, it's it's going to be fascinating because, you know, there's there's many variables to horse racing. This race is just another example of it. 0499736736. If you've got a question for the team ahead of the championships or at Sandown today, or you might have a question about the Derby market in WA, I want to ask you about this horse, Dicko, Unicorn Line, because the Japanese have been the, well, they're, they're the best nation in the world at the moment. They proved that on Dubai World Cup night. And uh, we get Unicorn, Unicorn Line arriving here, trained by arguably the best trainer in the world. And ridden by a man who just loves riding Japanese horses in D Lane. Mm. And he's at a price here to suggest that um, that he's a terrific each way hope, you would imagine. But I don't the, think the, the punters want to have anything to do with him. The current market is spitting out two horses. It's Animo and Unicorn Lion. Now, yep. 
as we talked about every week, the, we've had 17 minutes now of proper betting and it hasn't moved at all, come in at all. It's slightly tight on the exchange, so it might crunch. It's just going to be, this is an area where I've got no confidence in. I'll just wait to see what the big boys do with their numbers. and this. But I think the chink is this horse on a heavy track. The, the, the sort of belief is Japanese horses run on firm twos. So they, yep. they want a, like a good if this if it was a good four I'd anticipate this horse would have been a lot shorter Jules like single figures comfortably. Yeah, I totally agree. I think he would have started single figures, no doubt. He's he's the one horse outside of it. I know from the start they were gapping the rest. He's the one horse that is solid. So there's no real crack in him at this day from a market perspective. Whereas you sort of he's very similar in price to a horse say like Montefilia. Montefilia is going to start twenties. It just that's just the mm. way it's going to be. So whereas Unicorn Lion. I don't think that's going to happen at all. He could stay his price. I think because he's got the numbers there. Uh, we don't know enough about him probably to really pot him, so they're not going to throw him out at, you know, keep laying him because we just don't know enough. His best is good enough. I agree with everything Dicko says on a wet track, probably vulnerable, but um, he's the one other horse that is solid enough in this market. Just as Jules speaking, that's a, it's a pearl there. So the bookmakers, ourselves, Jules and I, the big boys, there's no opinion of confidence on this horse. So no one's going to try and lay it for sure. Maybe people might back it. Whereas everything else here, we have a nice profile on and we're happy to back our opinions on. So just the the last one with this race. Last week, Jules, when we were doing the opening bell, the rain was starting to fall at Ramwick and all of a sudden the, the game changed completely for day one of the championships. What should we be thinking about this race according to a market right now in case there's a few other variables that might be thrown us thrown at us throughout the day, whether the track dries out or there is a shower or there's um, a massive advantage being on pace. How do we go about all of that and what's your advice there? Yeah, I think probably the only thing that really happens now is that's the variable that we can't cater for right now is what this track does. If it becomes, as you say, possibly very favoured to on pace or rail off or, or whatever it might be. And I'm not suggesting either will happen. That's the only variable we can't cater for because we've had a week to work out that this is going to be a heavy track. There's no doubting that. We had the heavy track seven days ago. We've now got our heads around. The market's definitely cottoned on to this is what we're playing on. I don't think it dries out enough to be a soft six. And if it does, you know, probably the only horse that probably tightens up is Unicorn Lion, as Dicko said. So, um I think we've got all the information we have, and I don't think there's anything out there that's going to, you know, spring the joker in the pack. So that's a positive. Um, this market's pretty settled. There's no yeah. doubting that. I, I think you're going to get a little bit better animo, though. So if you're liking, just keep your powder dry and then have a big crack at the death because you're going to get your best price, I think. I, I think it's a, it's a day where you need to just, like, settle into your bunker, adjust your maps, predict the pattern, then look at the pattern, what's happened and what's unfolding, adjust and don't be overly like firm on a price. Like if you if you like Moonga at nineteen dollars and now it's fifteen dollars, I'd take the fifteen because that's a push from mm-hmm. from smarter people than us that this horse is going to be suited the way this track's racing. Stuff like that, you need to be really flexible and adjust as the day unfolds. Not just at uh Randwick, but especially at Sandown. There's rain coming, there's not coming, Gareth and God help us at Oakbank. It'll yep. be exactly the same sort of setup there. Very much a bull sort of operation where the pattern will develop throughout the day. And do you know I'm a, do you know how I'm a romantic? And I think Jules, I think Jules is a, he's a, 
he's got a lot of romance oh. in him, haven't you, Jules? It's just like, don't go down that path, Gary. No, I, no, no, because <laughs> what are you saying? Are you what I'm saying that? is that for the best text message, and they're flowing in today, we're giving away an opportunity. Bring him to lunch. To part own a horse that has captured the hearts of a racing public. Like, there is Adamo, but there's there's his stable mate, Kementari. So the best text message chosen by Jules will win a an opportunity to own a share in Kementari for the Quokka in a week's time. And if Kementari wins, you'll win. You'll get $500, Jules. So with Damien Oliver booked to ride, I've just got a feeling that – There'll be something special with Kim and Tari next Saturday. So best text message, 0499-736-736. Jules will decide that today. We'll win that free share in Kim and Tari for the Quokka. And as I've always said in the last couple of days, you can go and tell your mates at the pub or if you're playing netball or whatever you're doing today that, hey, I'm going to own a horse um, with uh, Sheikh Mohammed. And there's not too many other people that can say that. We'll take a quick break. It's 22 minutes past nine. Uh, You're with Gareth Hall, Jack Dickens, and also Jules Valance for winners on this Saturday morning.